You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Well, welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. This is our listener feedback show. It is episode 99. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm M. Ciro Garcia. And I didn't forget you, M, this time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you won't get that reference because this will be airing prior to it, but when you listen to the main show, you'll totally get it. So, you'll totally hear the meanness. Yeah, and how, how mean I was to M and how <laughs> terrible I am to her. <laughs> but no, oh, wow. Uh, it's awesome to be back here. It's awesome to be back at the diner talking um, live with some of you tonight as some of you are in the chat room. And um, and so we're thankful for you guys that are there and chatting with us as we do this live show. And it'll be great to kind of get your interaction, especially as we record the conversation show. It's kind of like being in a diner, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, sitting down, chatting with people. and Eating pie, yeah. eating ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Well, to, <laughs> yeah virtually and metaphorically in, in real life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just poured myself a cocktail, which the bar is open. The bar is open. <laughs> How many cocktails did you have this week, Em? <laughs> well, I have not gotten used to the fact that I can't start drinking at noon like I did all last week. <laughs> right. And with your personal friend, Mo Wheaton. until like two in the morning. Yeah, with my close personal friend, Mo Wheaton. <laughs> Ooh, he doesn't know who I am. He just sees me staring at him like, who right. is that? Who's that creep um, staring at me? He was hilarious he was absolutely hilarious but you'll hear more about that when you listen to our regular show now it's time for the irregular one that's right (laughs) (laughs) that sounds terrible we aren't going to go there i know but i love it so many so (laughs) many directions we could go uh uh, just a little note um we are fast approaching episode 200 and we mentioned this in the main show um there are a lot of ways that you can get involved with the episode 200 show. And uh, let me just real quickly just hit those again. We're giving away tons of loot, tons of goodness, signed prints from Walking Dead. There are comic books. There are signed Star Trek prints, signed Warehouse 13 prints. If you want to be involved in any of that, just go to our scifidiner.com page and um, look up. There's a 200th episode giveaway and... All you need to do to kind of be part of that is kind of explain your own favorite moments from Sci-Fi Diner history um, and uh, kind of give us your favorite. You can also kind of contribute uh, a new clip for our introduction. If you listen to our introduction, which many of you do, there, there's that, what, Star Trek. We have a Star Wars clip. We have the Nathan Fillion Star clip. Class. And we have the um, we have the uh, the Fringe clip. And, mm-hmm. we're, and we're willing to kind of exchange some of those. So you just have to kind of share your own clip and say, why do you think it should be in there? And um, and then you can also leave an iTunes review and throw some money in the tip draw, jar. And then tell us which prize you want. And if you're the only one that wants it, you get it. If not, we might have to draw uh, names out of a hat. Just to be fair. Just to be fair. But 
But those are some ways you can kind of win and be a part of our 200th episode. Uh, we aren't going to really celebrate, I guess, the 100th episode of the Listener Feedback Show, but we could do that. That's next. That's our next one. That's so. still that's still a milestone. That's yeah. still an accomplishment. Oh, well, it certainly is. It certainly mm-hmm. is. Um, and um, just one little bit of show news. If you are subscribed to the Lipson feed, which I'm hoping that uh, there's only about 10 or 15 people that are, but if you are one of those 10 or 15 people, you're going to get some episodes out of order sometimes because of the way I post them. And I'm also going to begin posting and hosting some, I'm running another podcast called Haiti in Focus. So if you're interested in Haiti, great. But if you're not, it's um, you're going to get some of those coming down the feed because the Sci-Fi Diner feed through iTunes and through the webpage, um, if, you, if you subscribe through that, you're going to be fine. You're just going to get Sci-Fi Diner stuff. But if you subscribe through Lips and you'll get other junk. So I'm just saying. Fair warning, right? <laughs> so, well, let's uh, kind of talk about what we have been doing as far as in the world of sci-fi for the past four weeks. Um, um, let's start with you, Miles. Uh, on the way here, I was listening to uh, the audio drama, uh, the zombie audio drama, We're Alive. They're still putting out episodes, and so that's still enjoyable if you're looking for a good audio drama that's free and has zombies in it. You really need to check out We're Alive. Um, they've already have two seasons out, and I'm listening to, to season three right now. So you need to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, what watching and enjoying Doctor Who, although now that um, David Tennant's gone, I, I'm going through you know a tough time because he was just awesome. Um, he just there was just something he he put into that character uh, that I don't know, just um, it was just rare. And uh, enjoying Almost Human and. Um, Arrow, and uh, I, for some strange reason, I haven't given up on Revolution. I'm still watching Revolution. Um, and um, when when it comes back, uh, I'll be watching Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again. Yeah, very good. Is it not back yet? Not yet. Oh, I should also say, uh, I'm reading a new Star Trek novel uh, by Greg Cox called um, no, no Time Like the Past. It's a crossover okay. episode. It's a crossover uh, somehow Seven of Nine gets transported to uh, the original series era uh, of Star Trek. So she has interaction with, from our heroes from, um, from original series Star Trek. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And how about you? What's going on in your sci-fi world? Um, so I just had the super uber dose of sci-fi-ness on a boat, right. which was too much fun. It was really incredible. Um and I got to, uh, like I mentioned on the other show, I got to hang out with John Scalzi, one of my favorite sci-fi writers. Um, and uh, I've, a good friend of mine recommended the book Snow Crash, which, as I've mentioned before, I'm kind of new to my, I've just come out of the geek closet in the last two years. And I had the book out on the beach, and every time somebody saw the cover, oh, my God, I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. And the first, I recommend you get it. You do not read the book jacket. You just go straight to chapter one because it is the best first chapter of a book I have ever read in my life. Hmm. Um, And I'm going to leave it there. So there. Um, I'm still trying to get through Game of Thrones. Um, (laughs) As always, it's like reading stereo instructions in German translated into Sanskrit. You really need James Earl Jones to read it and then it'll be fine. It's just, it's, it, there's a lot of, he builds such a beautiful world and I want the detail. There's just so much of it. Oh, it is. Um, 
Yeah. And I'm catching up on my Lost Girl, and I'm catching up on my Marvel, and I have not gone to see the Lego movie. I have to go do that. And I did just see Ender's Game, and I I haven't read the book, but I I really liked that movie. I had a suspicion. Well, we can talk about it another time because I don't want to spoil it. Although it's been out for a while, right? We won't be. But spoiling someone it. will complain. Um, we spoil it was good. everything. I'd this love show. to have. <laughs> I think we should have a sci-fi um, uh, rewind and watch Ender's Game. I'd be up for it because I haven't seen it yet. Did you see it? I have not seen it. Would but you be up for it? Absolutely. We should plan that. We'll put it in Done. our notes. Yeah. Done. Okay. <laughs> see, we Carlos, was easy our secretary. Enough. Carlos, put that down right now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Now, were you literally <laughs> hanging bad. out with John Scalzi? <laughs> I got to hang out. So I got to help train um, the the um, the celebs to play a game called Artemis, which is a spaceship bridge simulator. I'm um, a, a good friend of a friend of the guy who created it, and he was kind enough to pick me to be one of the trainers. So as I was training uh, the comms operative position to greg benson and a couple other people who i forget so forgive me um sarah watkins who is an amazing musician um john scalzi sat there and was listening too and he was playing science and comms and science kind of work together in those roles and there's a lot of chatter so just the whole time in my brain i'm like he's john scalzi he's john scalzi and then i was saying of course you have to discuss with science when you see that there's a bad guy you want to make sure and determine blah 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 blah, blah. but in the meantime inside it was all oh my god John Scalzi. <laughs> i you know, when you meet your when you meet an author that you're cuckoo about and you've read all their kit and you've seen them on, you know, the internets and then they're right in front of you in a pair of shorts, a t shirt with a cocktail in their hand. They're just normal people and it's it's just neat. It's just it neat is. to see that the kind of brains that that stuff comes out of and I love Jen Scalzi. We know uh, Neil said Neil at Farpoint has said he he's probably pretty approachable if we want to get him on the show sometime. Very. So I very, think we just very. need a throw a word as direction and we'm sure we he would love to plug the new tv series coming down the pike and some of his works yes um i i i've 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 started those wheels turning oh you did good so well so, i started i don't know how well the wheels are turning i think we just turned the ignition on okay really. <laughs> <laughs> well hey whatever 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 gets it but that's certainly something I don't know. that's what i'm saying yeah um my sci-fi world has been DS9, halfway through DS9, as I mentioned, the nice. main show. Um, I've just finished, or really close to finishing, my fifth Dune book. So I'm reading Dune House Harkonnen. Uh, they're very long books. and uh, But I have that one. I'll be finished with that one in about a week, and then I'm on to something else. I'm behind in every other through TV those, show. too, man. What was that? You've been tearing through those pretty quickly. Yeah, it's about a book a month. Maybe a little nice. bit over that. I, I've been reading the Wheel of Time series, but that's been kind of sidelined because of the Dune books. And since I'm doing them for a podcast, it kind of trump Wheel of Time. Um, and uh, what else am I doing? Um, I watched a Lego movie. I did see that right before Farpoint, and that was good. Uh, well worth it. And still doing... Man, that movie has done incredibly well. Over $200 million. Oh, wow. Jeez. So... We will definitely see some other Lego movies down the pike, I think. For for animated movie, that's, that's yeah. That's I just looked at Box Office Mojo. What was the what was the final tally of that? Um, Lego movie. Well, even like this weekend, it's been out like a few weeks. It's still like the third. 
It brought in $210 million. So it cost them $60 million to make. So they've done very well with this movie. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, well, and excuse me, that's 210 domestic. <laughs> uh, it, it earned another $120 million overseas. So it's done very well for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're thinking of sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it'd be, uh, it would be, uh, it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so that's, that's about it. There's not a lot else going on in my sci-fi world. So, um, we got to fix that. We do. I, you know, I'm behind in all my shows, but like, there was, they were on hiatus for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too far, but I am a little bit behind on that. But, well, let's move into our first piece of listener feedback. Um, and this actually comes from Rick from Wisconsin, um, who called in and we're thankful. Thank you for calling in and leaving some feedback for us. Let me go ahead and play this and then we can kind of respond back to it. Hi, this is Rick from Wisconsin calling for the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. And I am very behind on my television watching of sci-fi shows except for Revolution and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the only two shows that I've been current uh, with presently. My wife has been out of town for most of the last two months uh, because of her work. And so I have a pile of stuff on my DVR that we watch together, which includes Grimm and Arrow. So uh, when we get around to those and almost human, uh, we'll be caught up. Maybe I can comment on those. But at least the two shows that I am current on, uh, we are still enjoying watching. And actually, my wife's kind of given up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just myself. But wanted to call and give you some feedback on the recent episodes of your show that I've listened to and enjoyed. Really liked the Babylon 5 review. It gave me a lot of um, flashbacks to how much I loved that series. And they, they brought up and reminded me of things I had forgotten. And then I went, oh, this, those were so great. And, uh, boy, I really need to watch that show again. And then uh, I did enjoy your podcast about the movie Contact. It's one that I think I did not see in the theater. My wife may have. I think I think my wife had seen it and I had not. And then I watched it, I think, one time on a movie channel. And it was just kind of okay for me. I couldn't remember that much of it. Um, and I was surprised with the... The people that were in it that I didn't remember being in it that you mentioned and some of the lines, and I think it'd, it'd probably be be worth watching again. But uh, not sure exactly why it is I didn't enjoy that one that much. But uh, I guess maybe with Jodie Foster, it's just certain movies I like with her and other ones I don't. I did enjoy Elysium and a couple of her movies that are in other genres. Uh, the last thing on my list would be the um, list that Sam had on the latest show of uh, movies that you can't unsee. And I would say I saw Free Jack in the theater, and I think that was the only time, and can barely remember it. And the Star Wars movies, I don't think belong on that list. I... Even even the people who don't like the newer films, I know when I was raising my children, we watched 
the three original Star Wars movies uh, multiple times, but uh, my grandson both seems to really enjoy uh, Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. So I've watched them multiple times because they come over and that's what they want to watch. And I don't think they're as, as terrible. They each have parts that I do enjoy. And, yeah, there are a few points I don't so much. But uh, some of the other movies on the list, I never saw the one with Sean Connery. I remember looking at that box multiple times at the video store and just passing and passing. So I guess that was a, a good choice there. And uh, I did go to see the uh, the one with John Travolta in the theater, but I'm, I'm blanking on the title now, but that was the really horrible L. Ron Hubbard book movie. And, uh, yeah, it was, I, I kind of, eh, three hours, I'll never get back or whatever. But uh, I have to say on the apocalyptic movies that, those are one of my favorite types of movies, and just about every end-of-the-world movie, whether they save it or not, <clears throat> I've seen it. Uh, many of them I've seen more than once, and I have both of those on DVD and have watched them several times, including not that long ago. And I would say if you want to go for end-of-the-world movies that I didn't enjoy very much, uh, 2012, that was, you know, we watched one time, and that was plenty for me. And uh, I would put the uh, day after tomorrow up there, although my wife enjoyed it a lot, so I've seen it about five times. Uh, I just laugh at certain parts of it. And uh, yeah, I know it's science fiction, you suspend your belief, but uh, really, okay. So those are movies that would make my list. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thanks, Rick from Wisconsin, for calling in and giving us your thoughts about some of the things you're watching. Let's talk a little bit about um, uh, about some of the things he said. Um, let's talk about he. So let's talk. Kind of do this in reverse. He talked a little bit about your list. What do you think about mm-hmm. what he's had to say? Well, um, I'd forgotten about 2012. That was a disaster. It and, was. You know, the people that I know with kids. And kids really liked the first Star Wars fan films. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. You just said fan films. It's totally fine. I just and my nephews <laughs> thought it was neat. They but they they thought it was a little cheesy too. So it just I, it's it's totally cool. It's totally cool that they if that they dig it. I think it's awesome. It is a way to bring in those first movies. Do bring in kids. There's no doubt about yeah. it. They like Jar Jar. They like. The kid, Anakin. I mean, mm-hmm. it, this does bra- draw them in. For us adults, it's absolutely annoying. But right, and and the fact that uh, you know they made so many Star Wars toys after these new films came out um, that so the kids gravitate towards the toys also. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, definitely. And, and the toys were awesome. I wish I was that age where I could really enjoy those toys, or you know, get away with playing with those toys. But yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoyed the toys. I mean, the toys are awesome. Right. But I think what they did to the story and putting in all those one-time plot savers, where it was just a little, it's, it's, it would just feel, it felt forced and sad. And that's just, and you know, I every, that's how I feel about it. And I totally respect that his grandkids dig it. My nephews totally dig it. 
Um, it's just, it's, I don't know. There's there, I know there's a, there's a, a stratosphere. There's a layer of the fan stratosphere that just can't put their head around it. I just can't do it. My love. Yeah. Well, well. And then the relationship between Anakin and Padme was just painful to watch. Oh, you didn't like uh, that? You didn't like that? No, not so yeah. much. Of course. It was yeah. so it was so, it was so realistic. Oh, if that I believed it. <laughs> I believed it 100%. He also did added you? Day After did Tomorrow. You? And I think Day After Tomorrow actually probably makes that list too for me. But, was that the yeah, disaster that movie? Kind of... Yeah, it was. A disaster. Which one? It yeah. Was one of, one of, the <laughs> one, one of where they freeze. Mm-hmm. Everything All freezes. Of them. Yeah. Um, so he actually, he, he mentions, uh, passing by movies in a video store. What's a video store? Oh, we used to have those back in the day. Um, it was before you could either get DVDs have them sent to your home through this web service. You actually had to go to this place to rent a movie. And it, before DVDs, the movies are actually in these large rectangular boxes called VHS tapes. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Back when I was a kid, we had things called Betamax and Super 8. <laughs> and cars had wheels. None of this anti-gravity nonsense you kids <laughs> are dealing with. We went to school and we liked it and we did it in school instead of virtually with your internets and your Twitters. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, that's awesome, man. Um, he did like our. He did. He was kind of mixed on our contact show. Mm-hmm. He uh, yeah. doesn't. But I always enjoyed contact. It's always one of these movies that go back to and it just makes me think. So mm-hmm. I like that. And uh, like the Babylon Five review. And. Uh, um, I was going to say Attack of the Show. I'm AOS listening here. It's a, that's a different show. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. His wife gave up on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jen in the chat room was saying that the past episodes have been getting really good. And, and I would I agree with Jen. Up. I have to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ev, have you seen the Train Job episode yet? The Train Job episode? No, probably not. Of, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Firefly? No, yeah. It's a Firefly reference, but that, but in, but it's kind of the Train Job um, that's what I'm calling the episode. I'm sure they don't. Oh, call when it they it. said the different POVs. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. <gasps> so good. Yeah. One so of my f- different. One of my Loved favorite it. episodes. One of my favorite episodes of Agents of Shield. Um, and Revolution. He's still watching. When Miles, you're, you're with him. There's a him. few. There's a few of us. I, I'm really surprised the show is still on TV. To be honest with you, but there, I, do you think I, this is the final season? I I I thought I didn't know they they would have any more seasons. You know, after last season, but it got renewed. Did it get renewed? Season? I thought it did. I just think all. Yeah. I just think all our listeners. Tell us. I just I just think all our listeners have written it off. Yeah. No. So you'll find out. Okay. Very good. Um. But but Miles, if you scroll down, uh, do you want to hit? Let's talk about since we're talking about revolution. Talk about some of the feedback people have given uh, about uh, revolution. I guess um, it's probably the most recent episode of it, is what I'm guessing. Um. It's one with Troy. Yep, I see it. Um, so Troy says, oh, what just happened? And Jason says, so he killed the Nano. as as if they never existed and everything goes back to normal. The promo for the next episode gave, a, gave off an Inception-like vibe. And Neil says, Groundhog Day at the end there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It seems like every series, has, every long series plays with a Groundhog episode. I think right. Star Tra- uh, Stargate. Uh, Star Trek, too, for that matter. But Stargate kind of plays that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Neil, Neil says, let's hear it for the new lead singer of the Village People. <laughs> you have to watch the show to get the reference. <laughs> Which and, I have not. And, and Jason says, there, there's no reason Charlie should have understood that reference. 
Yeah. And Niels is right. I can't imagine any context where that that, that would have come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. Um, but I, you know, I'm not watching Revolution. Em, have you watched Revolutions? Mm, I gave the pro. I gave the pilot a chance, and I, I, I couldn't get in. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Agents of Shields, though, I agree with uh, Jen, who writes later on, and many other people that are saying this is a pretty good show. So, mm-hmm. um, but talking about Jen, let's go ahead and uh, chat about some of her email. Jen, we aren't going to read your entire email here tonight, just because it's pretty long. But we'll we're going to pick and choose some bits out of it. Um, and I thought we actually start with the beginning because you talk about the way you kind of consume TV and how difficult it is at times. And I think this is probably not an, this is probably an experience that many of us can identify with. Um, so, M, do you want to read the beginning of our email here? Sure. Hi, guys. I know it's been a while since I wrote in, but I just wanted to say a few things about how I get to watch TV these days. Now, since I'm a grown-up, well, sort of, sometimes, (laughs) I'm with you there, sister, and have a job that I'm not always able to watch everything that I used to and like to. Certain shows I sometimes just watch on iTunes. I'll download the episode on my iPod so I can watch some some of it uh, on my breaks or whenever I get a chance. Sometimes at the gym. Uh, like especially Mondays and Tuesdays, well, Wednesday nights are really busy for me on TV. So sometimes I'll either download an episode, Beauty and the Beast, because I'll be watching Being Human at 9 p.m. on Sci-Fi Channel. Are they paying you for this, sister? Because, wow, there's going to be some great references in here. (laughs) Um, That's on at the same time. And on Tuesday, another thing that kind of pees me off is that Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. goes until 9.01. Now, why do they feel the need to do that? Because they're jerks, yo. (laughs) Just to interrupt anything else we might be watching. Because I'm otherwise not able to tape a third thing at 9 p.m. then. Um. Because I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a third show, so I'm not able to tape the third show that I want to tape, which is Ravenswood on ABC Family at 9 p.m., which is up against my Supernatural, but of course, LOL, it just gets to be frustrating at times. So let's talk about... I'm with you. Let, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, Miles M., you want to comment on this? I mean, this the, the fact that they're butting shows up against each other and uh, shows run longer, what do you think? I'm just grateful for DVR. I mean, I, I rarely ever watch a show when it's being aired, yeah. you know, just because my my work schedule and, and everything. So, um, I'm gonna be honest. For me, this isn't really an issue because mm-hmm. I gave up cable a long time ago, and so mm-hmm. because of that, if I really am interested in the series, I will buy the season, and then when it comes down, I just get it the next day when it. So I don't ever watch it really live and. And so if it runs over, it's not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not watching near as many shows as Jen is. That's for sure. Um, how about you, Em? So I watch on the Hulu and on the Netflix and on the Amazon Prime. And the Hulu is good. I pay for the Hulu Plus so that I can get a lot of stuff. And so I don't notice that they're doing the overtime by one minute. Um, I suspect it might be a little like... It might be a little something where, you know, you kind of have to watch all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They always have that little um, super double secret taste at the end or a little mention there. And in order to get the show that they want, they'll go an extra minute so that they have to fit in the commercials, but they fit in the show that they want to put together. Um, so it does suck. I do understand that a whole lot because 
the DVR, unless you have, what is it, the Hoppa, which you can record five different shows at the same time. What's it called? What's that commercial? There's, I think it's, I can't remember if it's DirecTV. They, all the commercials have these people from Boston, and they're all talking about the Hoppa. It's called the Hopper. <laughs> and word. You can put, you can record things at the same time. Like I think it's up to like five or seven things, different shows, like at the same time. So it's this family, and they're all overdone, and it's all very, you know, park the car over there, kind of annoyingly overly Bostony. And they all talk about the Hoppa. Well, where's Pop? He's down watching the Hoppa. <laughs> Unless you have that thing, you can't record everything. So wow. which is. Kind of the reason I broke up with TV and DVRs so that I could just watch when I wanted to through the iTunes and the Hulu and the Netflixes yeah. and that's, the front. That's kind of where I'm at. And, that, and plus, I just found I, my DVR would just pack it with shows and I wouldn't watch them all anyways. So, mm. But that way, if I buy a season and I don't finish it, I can always go back to it later, I guess. Yeah. But, Let's move on to Walking Dead. Miles, you're still watching Walking Dead. Yes, I should. And uh, M, you aren't watching Walking Dead, are you? I started, and I'm not, I, I dig it. I'm not in love with it, so I haven't, I think in the summer time, I'm just going to have to power watch. That's right. So I'm not, again, I watched till season three, as many of you know already, so I haven't finished it. But Miles is up to date on it. Mm -hmm. So Miles, why don't you read the little segment that uh, Jen wrote about Walking Dead, and then we got some listener feedback on the most late, the, the most latest episode. So, here are some of the shows I've been really enjoying. Sunday nights, glad that The uh, Walking Dead is finally back. I can't wait until the second episode tomorrow night. I think it's more gripping knowing that the group is separated. Now I'm, I'm guessing whether or not they're all get back together or some will go out on their own and who will actually survive. The one I'm, I'm most concerned about is Glenn because he's the one, one of the m more long-running characters and, and he didn't uh, look so good last time we saw him. LOL. Well, again, neither did Rick. And The Walking Dead was another great episode last night. I don't think I've ever been so happy about seeing a lot of the characters being alive on a show before, especially poor baby Judith. And I practically cheered when I saw her with Tyrese and then Carol showed up. I was just like, yay! And it was also nice to see Glenn start to fight back a little bit again. I thought he was, he was just going to lay back and die. I was a bit worried about him after what somebody said on Facebook that he might have asked for, for too much money on his contract. LOL. That, then he would be next. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and then we have some feedback as well that kind of followed. But uh, what do you think about what she's saying about this episode where we had we met Carol? We met Carol, yeah, yeah Melissa very, Bright, very nice lady, very nice mm -hmm, lady. Mm -hmm. um, and it was funny. She said, you know, she she, she told us in a, in a very roundabout way that it's possible we might, we might see her on that night's episode. So right, and uh, lo and behold, we did. We saw her at the end. Yeah, right, so she is back a little bit. We we seen her once for a few minutes. Um, it was a re reunion. Tyrese is with two of the little girls and, and and baby Judith, and the group is all split up from the governor and his gang, basically destroying the prison. Um, and so Rick and and Carl and um, Michonne they're together. Uh, Daryl and and Beth. Uh, just them two. That's the most recent episode, right? Yeah, Meryl Street was with Daryl and Beth, yeah. And so that that was a... You see Daryl kind of take, you know, um, let, let let his guard down because he ha he, he's, he's struggling with guilt issues. I mean, about with Herschel dying, he's, he's questioning maybe he could have did something more. And there really, there was nothing he could have done more. But um, uh, so but it was just it was just good to, to see that. Um. Next week, I'm really hoping we'll see the band get back together again. 
some of the uh, some other uh, listeners also commented. Uh, Jason Taylor said, "Love the fact that it's featured Daryl and Beth. They did a great job carrying the episode, and you really didn't miss the other characters too much." Right. Is that kind of the way you felt it? I, I was missing the characters, but the Daryl Beth thing w- was interesting. It was a nice just for a break, j- j- just for a break, and we 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 have this image of Daryl just being this um, uh, this this. this irrepressible tough guy redneck and uh, eventually everybody has a breaking point and, oh, this, yes. and this was his breaking point this was mm-hmm. Betsy Childs loved the Daryl explosion at the end she of course was the one who headed up the big bang panel we released last week uh, but it seemed to be a redneck like he was going to be to smack her but then it turned to a really great opening of a chasm nicely done for both actors um Jeremy Jonas Jones said, nice story, loved it. I'm annoyed by those demand nonstop action. You need episodes like this to break up the tension. You need explanations that you need, and you need episodes showing some pleasantness to give the characters a reason to go on. So, yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, let's talk a little bit uh, about Beauty and the Beast. I haven't watched Beauty. Did you ever watch any of the Beauty and the Beast episodes? I have not, no. Now, how about you, Em? Have you ever watched them? No, I. Mm. <laughs> it's brought to you by the same people who brought you. Um, what was the Superman show? Smallville. Smallville. It's the same people, isn't it? So it's the same writers. And, and... Jen would know. She's the one who wrote yeah. it. And let me just. We're just going to mention this because we realize we always realize when we talk about stuff in our listener feedback show and we talk about shows we're watching that we're limited because most of us are not watching every single sci-fi show that's out there that, Mm -hmm. and there are sci-fi shows that we just don't touch on. And I would say that beauty and the beast is one of these that we probably have rarely mentioned on the show. Mm. And so we're going to just give it a little bit of voice here. So this is what Elm wrote in uh, about. It said um, Mondays, as I said, yes, I'm one of the rare people who actually kind of like the beauty and the beast show was a huge fan of the original who didn't love Ron Perlman as Vincent in the makeup? And this show is kind of grew on me after a while. Because I wasn't a huge fan of, of Kristen Kruick, who played Lana for a long time in Smallville. Never really cared for her as Lana, but as Catherine, I almost don't mind. I think it got the best sci-fi show in the People's Choice Awards, if you can imagine that. Still waiting on a word if it's getting a third season. So it's on a second season. Mm-hmm. So that means it at least got renewed that far and. Um, it's a CW show, is that right? It is a CW yeah. show. So. Yeah, and so they they give a, they have a little bit more grace for their shows. They they allow them to be a little bit less of a listener. If Sci Fi Channel had the same type of philosophy, we'd have a lot of shows a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah def- we would. Oh, so, definitely. I mean, but and, and a lot of these shows, I don't think. I mean, they're probably still big, big budget shows, but they still CW is just managing to pull the financing together for. Them. They just believe in their shows more. Yeah. I smell a Kickstarter. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, Emma, uh, you've watched Lost. You're you're into Lost Girl, right? So into Lost Girl. All right. Why don't you read what Jen wrote about Lost Girl? We can talk about Lost Girl a little bit. So Jen wrote, I am also a huge fan of Lost Girl as well. I agree as much as I love it. Uh, It's definitely not for kids. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And even I get confused as to what's going on at times. But then... There's so many different relationships going on. Sometimes I think Bo can really be with anyone at this point. I know. Sometimes I think she and Dyson can be together. And then recently, I almost like Kenzie with Dyson? Question mark. Oi, too much. 
It's also the kind of show that I really have to watch at night when I'm at home. LOL. It's, it's not for kids. It's definitely not for kids. <laughs> but it's it's such a neat show. And there's a lot going on. It, it's like a really funny sci-fi soap opera. But it doesn't suck like a soap opera. <laughs> okay. So I, is this the one... Um... This is the one with the demon and the fae and that whole thing. Or the fae and yes. the... Okay, I, I may have the demon wrong, but the fae and whatever it is. The, the main character, so, she's a succubus. Oh, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's the human world and then there's the fae world. And within the fae world, you have the dark and the light. And you usually align yourself at a certain time because you're raised in the fae world. But Bo is a fae who was left... Um, she was kind of abandoned, but hidden. There's there's parts of the story that you find out that she's kind of integral to the future of the Fae in general. So she grows up thinking she's just a human with this strange thing about her and finds out that she's a Fae and refuses to ally herself to either the light or dark. So she becomes even more special. And she shags everything, everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's Damien. It is a Canadian-based show because they all talk about going outside. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, don't you know? No, that was that's Wisconsin. <laughs> but it's produced in Canada. There's a lot of Canadian actors in there. Canada. We can Maybe say that. Vancouver. I think it is in Vancouver, Jen. You're right. Yeah, every everything. The dude who plays for, Dyson. Yeah, for every for for a while, every every everything was made in Vancouver. I don't know. If that's cheaper. The case, but it's oh, cheaper it to film in yeah, Canada. Oh, right. so much cheaper. Absolutely. But the dude who plays Dyson was in um, uh, the 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 Tudors, and he was ever so handsome in that. Okay. And he's ever so handsome in this. But that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, Miles, I know that you tuned in for a while, or at least for a little bit, being human, but. Uh, Let's just talk about what Jen has to say about being human. This is what Jen Jen's thoughts on being human. But I usually wind up watching Being Human at the same time at 9 p.m. It's a really good show, and it sounds like a joke. <clears throat> a ghost, a werewolf, and a vampire all living in a house together. But it's really good. Sometimes very bloody when it comes to the vampire, but it also has the the uh, actor, uh, Jane, Sam Witwer, who's, who's, who's been in lots of other things as well, like the latest uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica, and he's had some dealings with the animated uh, Star Wars projects. And uh, Smallville as well. Yes, he played Tuesday in Smallville, yeah. Um, And we're giving away one of his assigned CDs. Awesome. As part of our loot. You know, uh, we got word this week that Being Human got canceled. Fifth season, Mm -hmm. and this will be the last season for it, which is, I guess, kind of sad to see a show that has five seasons under its belt. So it's had a good run. Mm -hmm. Five seasons seems to be the the max that the Sci-Fi Channel seems Mm -hmm. to give it shows. I wonder why. I wonder if there's something behind it. Does it get too expensive to produce? Do the actors want too much money? Re- renegotiate contracts? I mean, I don't know. Right. I think it could be the money, but funny enough, WWE's been on there for like eight years, and that's not canceled yet. <laughs> no, very true. Um, but Sam Whitmer, he he he's just a nice. If you ever get a chance to chat with him, just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. We we had a great he's interview a with him from a few years back. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I had him called. Uh, one of the, an old host of the Sci-Fi Diner, Don Bender, he had that phone message on his phone for years. Oh man! Because so, I had him call him from the con. It was great. Did, now do you do it as Sam Witwer? Do you do one of his characters? Um, I don't know. If, I forget how he did it. Maybe he done it as Sam Witwer. Okay, but he should have done it as. Hmm. He, he's still. Uh, I kind of reworked the promo. I'm gonna have to play that for you guys. I reworked a promo, and um, 
I'm not sure it's final, but he continues to voice the Emperor's voice at the beginning. Of Story so he's, he's, a, he's a good voice actor, too. Yeah, he's a great voice actor. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, Almost Human, we got word, of course. That, of course, is kind of uh, had its finale. What? That is finale last night? It's season and series finale. That's too bad. And it did, what? Yeah, my understanding that that was it, that they did not renew it for a next season. Did not have what? the ratings they wanted. Is that correct? I, I we're gonna have to do some checking. That's we'll do some checking. But rumors was having it was not, and then I heard someone on Facebook said that this was not just a season finale; it is a series finale. No, uh, go to the internet. We go to the internet. You guys research it. I'll read a little bit what Jen wrote. Uh, so as far as Monday nights, almost human. I'm sorry to say I couldn't get into it in the beginning. As much as I like Carl Urban, it's definitely another one of these shows you have to pay attention to. Same goes for Intelligence. Unfortunately, I've only gotten to watch the first two shows. Both seem good, but I have to admit, the Black Wish, Black Blacklist was just a good show. So she kind of got into that. But other people said, they, uh, Jason said, um, oh, let me back up. They kind of have it in reverse. Richard said, what kind of finale was that? Nice episode, but where's the cliffhanger? And Matt Mather said, sad to say, chances are there won't be a season two. So he sounds like he's a little bit ambivalent where there is. They're probably, that's probably why there wasn't a cliffhanger. I love the show, though. Uh, Jason Taylor said, they've been airing the episodes out of order all season. The episodes have been good, and the chemistry between John and Dorian's great, but the season as a whole was mismanaged, more so by Fox and not J.H. Wyman. Seems like maybe they thought they had more episodes coming. Um, mismanaged by Fox. Jeez, they've never done that before. No, never. Of course not. Ep- episodes out of order? Never. Fox would never do something like that. <laughs> Firefly. <coughs> My nose is itching. Well, <laughs> so I just pulled up an article about Almost Human. Yep. Uh, on uh, epictimes.com. Uh, Almost Human is a core following, but that might not be enough for season two. The show on Fox did not improve, even with the competition over the Olympics. Both Almost Human and the following dropped to or tied their season lows, according to Zap to it. Dot com. If Fox has to renew just one show, I'm sticking with the show with the bigger star, the higher episode count, and more promotion. But frankly, Fox renewing or canceling both wouldn't surprise me, blogger Tom Shaw wrote. Almost Human is predicted to be canceled at this point, but the number crunching uh, at the point by the numbers crunching television blog. The following is predicted to be renewed at this point. What? The season one finale, episode 13 for Almost Human is airing tonight, which was on the third. Fans commenting on the show's Facebook page urged Fox to renew the show. Renew, renew, renew. Hard to believe that the season finale is already. Great show. Make sure to renew it, Fox, said one. How do we get the finale so soon? Better get renewed. One of the few series worth watching. Way too many reality TV garbage, said another. So yeah. it looks like it hasn't been announced, announced, but it could be going that way. Yeah, I think I think people are leaning that way because of the numbers. TV by the numbers, I think, also gave it a low chance of renewal. Um, I'll be sad. I'll be sad not to see this show back on. I'm behind episodes on it. Like, I haven't watched the finale yet. But every episode I've watched of it, I've enjoyed. They're just fun. They're just fun. This buddy cop well, drama in the future, it was good. Exactly. It's... Uh, different yes exactly exactly that's what makes it fun and the writing is kind of charming and they haven't made any jokes about their junk in like two episodes geez it's a miracle (laughs) (laughs) it's 
there's so much more that they could do and develop with this. If Cable is smart, and I think that they are, somebody like um, uh, an FX would pick them up easily and recreate this. You know, that's, um, that's been done so rarely. But remember, Stargate started out that way. Wasn't Stargate yeah. a Showtime show? Right, and then Sci-Fi Channel picked it up. And Sci-Fi Channel picked it up. So that's been yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. But it's rare, though. It uh, rare. I'm not going to hold my breath. No. It is rare, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let, uh, let's talk Let's talk Supernatural. This is a show that did get renewed for a 10th season. Seriously? Right. Sorry. Yeah, so this made, this, made, uh, this made Jen very happy. Go ahead. And also, my Supernatural also has been renewed. I was happy to hear a, a season 10. Booyah. The yeah. little show that could and did. We knew it could. When every year we worried about it not getting renewed, but lately it has been doing really well in in the uh, ratings, thanks to to the uh, be- believers who 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 not watch because uh, of something of Jared Padalecki said about Justin Bieber's arrest, etc. That all of other uh, super Hulakians. Uh, oh, sounds good. Uh, Mar- and Marvel fans and uh, Potter fans band together, and several episodes had the highest uh, rated episodes in three years. Now they can't. Be- now, why can't that be all the time? I like the fact that, so for shows typically after a while, their ratings are pretty standard. Mm-hmm. The highest episodes in three years. That says something. Oh, yeah. It does, does, does say a lot. So mm-hmm. The uh, show's grown a lot. I will give it that. I'm still not a fan. Um, but it's there's been a lot of growth in the stories. There's been a lot of growth in the characters. And I respect that a lot. I think if I if I think I think if I were to watch a show from the beginning, the two main characters and their relationship and how that builds over time, I would enjoy it. I just haven't made time to watch a show. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's on Netflix, so you could I mean you could start watching it there. There's it's also who's who of um, guest stars from our favorite genre oh, shows yeah. is on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, someone's trying to convince me to watch this show called Babylon Five. You may have heard of it. So I think I have. I think that's my next foray after Deep Space Nine. But let's talk about a show that we are passionate about. I think for M, M I don't think you're watching this, but this is The Arrow. Mm-hmm. Arrow came back. How right. did it come back? With uh, a vengeance? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so tell, let's talk about, talk about Arrow mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, so I did not watch the latest episode, but because we spoil things in the show, tell me about what's been going on in the Arrow world since it came back. Well, now that uh, um, the Lance second, you know, second daughter is basically revealed, she is not dead. Um, that has d- created, a, you know, a rift between you know her, 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 her older sister, um, and her older sister uh, Laurel is just continuing to continue to go down the tubes um, with, with 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 the booze and the pills. Um, so you have that. Um, you also have um, um, things aren't great at home at the um, at, at the Queen household now that Ollie knows that uh, um, his little sister has a different father than he has. So um, him and his mom are not in speaking terms, which yes. I, I kind you know I'm thinking. Okay, I'm you, gonna admit that seemed a bit harsh when it came, when they delivered that that he was just gonna do it as a front. Mm-hmm. Keeping good terms with her front, but she was practically dead to him. That seemed a bit harsh when it came out. It, it seems to be a little bit the kettle, call, you know, calling the kettle black. I mean, sort of thing. Because right. 
he has this secret life himself. Uh-huh. I mean, he, 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 he. No, seriously. I mean, and, and okay, you know, they he's forgiven his mother of a lot of, you know, uh, past sins. I mean, what's one more? I mean, right. You know, um, it, it just seems it's a little. Uh, for him to hold that against her like this, just. I think it's a little much. Yeah. Well. Did you see the images of the Flash they revealed this past week? I just see pictures of the Flash. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of good. Oh yeah, that, that, that's exciting. In full, full. Co- we haven't seen him back yet, though. No, he's still in a coma. You know, wherever, um, in Central City. Right. Yeah. Which Flash is it that they're using? Um, well, who's the guy? The guy that got shocked with electricity. Mm-hmm. Who, who's the guy that's playing him? I can't. Remember. I don't remember the actor's name, but he uh, he he get he guessed. But there's been a couple of different Flashes <clears throat> in the comic books. No. It's it's still Barry oh, yeah. Allen. It's still okay. Barry Allen, yeah. But uh, I don't know who the actor that plays him. But, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> they're having a conversation about M's. I don't know, flipping off the chat room. M, what are you I'm doing? I'm not this flipping off the chat room. I just wanted to know if they could see me. And I said, "Well, how many fingers am I holding up?" And I'm holding up two and two thumbs. All uh, right. <laughs> I didn't realize you actually decided to go on real live video here. I kind of look cute, so yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the lighting is doing something kind of funky, so I approve for now. You, you approve for now. So, <laughs> we'll just have you know, this is to clean up your room before we get in the show here. <laughs> I know it's a mess. But don't no. look! Don't look! Yeah, don't look! Just, just look at me. Look at me. Um, no, well, look at the Big Bang Theory. Is what you should look yeah, at. Yeah, let's go look at. Let's talk about Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. So what's been happening in the latest Big Bang? We, we of course, had the whole James Earl Jones thing. <gasps> what's happened since? Best, 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 best episode ever. James Earl Jones cracked my crap up. That was hilarious. Um, according to Jen, she's also been enjoying the Big Bang Theory, especially the episode with James Earl Jones. That was hysterical. Also, Sheldon finally kissed Amy. It was adorbs. It was. And it was really kind of cute because it wasn't just a it wasn't a gratuitous kiss. What led up to it was very natural and very Sheldon like. So I, I loved that. And oh Shelly. Shelly got a smooch. Oh. <laughs> So where so where's that going to lead? They, I don't know. I don't know. Which, with, with given Sheldon's persona and how he handles things like that, and how he handles just very close relationships, I'm really curious what they're going to do with it. I hope they don't force it. I love that it's been this long, delicious, um, just story and journey between the two of them. I was really expecting her that episode to just finally leave him after he went toddling off with that dude to go talk about trains um which was adorable but annoying i would have i would have strangled that tiny little texas neck because that's the crabbiest thing you could do on a date but then again sheldon grew up differently i mean he was in college when he was nine i think so and his father made him watch football before you know he could do his homework hmm. <laughs> this this is a show, Scott. You, 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 and you and you and Chris need to watch. I know, I know. You have to watch it. Chalk it up with look. a bunch it's, of other shows. I should be watching. It's only a half hour long. Twenty four minutes. It's not even a half hour. Mm-hmm. Twenty four minutes. <laughs> oh wow. Well, let's talk about something. Uh, let me let me divert the subject here <laughs> off of me. No. Um, so Jen responds to this whole comment that uh, one of our listeners said: Star Trek sucks. 
right? Maybe. So she's responding to this and said, she said, what's this about Star Trek sucks? That's blasphemy, especially <laughs> to call yourselves Trekkie or not. I could say it did come out first before Star Wars. They are two completely different animals. As much mm. as I love Star Wars, I just didn't care for it as much as I loved four, five, and six, which I hate that they called them that. Because to those of us, because to those of us who grew up with when they first came out, it was always one, two, and three to us. I think they went a little too political for me. As much as I do love the Jedi stuff as well, I hope and pray these new Star Wars movies that come out will do the books justice. As much as I haven't heard them at all, I've only read a few myself. Both, but both my brothers have read them all. And as for Star Trek, the original Next Gen got me through junior high and high school, especially Kirk, Spock, and McCoy's friendship. That Kirk knew the only way he would die is alone. And while they were all alive, they still had each other in their friendship. That part always drew me into the series. So take that, Mr. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek doesn't suck. Star Trek rocks. But, you know, what a great story is about the way a TV show can just help draw you in and make you know that as long as you aren't alone, as long as you have people around you, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of these shows right and uh jen i don't know what to tell you but uh, disney basically threw out the um the body of work that was known as the star trek star wars um yeah none extended, of canon. extended universe it, it it's not canon <laughs> well you know that's really not they're, doing, they're going like this la 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 i don't hear you yep that's right that's Which right is smart <laughs> hopefully they'll do that with the first three fan films I think the books have never really been considered absolute canon. Like, what happens in the movies is always more canon than what happens in the books. Right. And right. I, I, I guess maybe Lucas never felt that they would make more more Star Wars movies yeah. after... I think what they're saying is, in the sequels that they're proposing, I guess 7, 8, and 9, or whatever they're going to do, mm-hmm. um, they're just saying, we, we are not beholding to what's been done in the books. So if we decide to go a different direction in our universe, that's great. And, you know, part of me says, okay, I understand why people are going to be upset about that. But the Mm -hmm. other way is that you look at it, you you can do, it's kind of like an alternate timeline if you view it that way. You can do something different. There's more stories to be told, different stories, different perspectives in the universe. There's nothing terribly wrong with that. I guess the friction is that They've been putting out Star Wars novels that take place after Return of the Jedi for almost 20 years now. And so that's a huge, you know, huge body of work. And it has a very loyal following, the, 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 those who are reading those books. And so um, to say that Disney's saying, well, if we want to go in a different direction than the books, which I understand creatively. I mean, I, I, I'm not bothered by that, but... Damien wants to know if we're concerned at all about the uh, Disney films becoming too childish. I don't think so. I think given given the time that they're putting into developing a story, that they're not really rushing it, they have an end date, and they've started doing some casting. I think they care, and I think they've listened. And if anybody knows how to make money, it's Disney. They don't need to pander for it. Right. So they're going to take some time and be really careful about it. They're gonna they're gonna give a crap. They're gonna listen. I mean, yeah, so- you know what? Now that they own Star Wars, I bet you that they find the original 
the the three original copies of the movie of the movies of the only movies not the fan fiction films <laughs> and release those as like a super double secret like $300 pack which i will definitely buy on <laughs> yeah. blu-ray on dvd on because VHS, you can never have enough versions of star wars around. <laughs> i have it on vhs betamax <laughs> laserdisc laserdisc i have it on i think i still have it i might have sold it on ebay but i think i had the first movie on laser on the laserdisc two pack awesome Oh, of course it's awesome. Well, you know, Disney certainly, <laughs> I mean, when you look at Disney, Disney's behind Avengers. Uh, Disney's behind uh, John Carter Mars. Granted, people were mixing that. That sucks. But, but, but you look at this, <laughs> these are very adult-oriented films. Mm-hmm. Um, so Disney doesn't just put out stuff that's geared toward kids. Um, a mm. lot of the latest Star Wars has been more kid-based, and maybe that's kind of where that's coming from. Um but, but Disney won't 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 miss an opportunity to take advantage of some some merchandising. I mean, oh yeah, we're still going to see right. Buku, oh yeah, Star Wars toys and other merchandise when when these new new movies come out. Yep, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think that uh, yeah, I think Disney will do a fine job, and I think we're going to get a better script as well. Yeah, I, I think, I think yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. We're gonna we're gonna like these new movies coming out. Yeah. Well, let's talk just a briefly about Farscape, and then I think well, we have Once Upon a Time, and then we're almost uh, done. The last notes are actually for Grimm, so maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about that. There's three stories yet. And why don't you talk a little bit about Farscape here? Hold on, I'm chatting on Facebook. You're chatting on Facebook? Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, we'll, we'll go on. One Once Upon a Time. <laughs> okay, so here I can read Jen's bit. Um, and also, as for Once Upon a Time, I really do like the series. I thought it was quite clever at times, in a way, how it brought all the different Disney characters we grew up with and loved. The only one, and you're right on some parts, that Peter Pan was hard to grasp, the fact that he was the bad guy in the latest season. But I loved all the different twists and turns uh, the show takes. Cracks me up, exclamation point. Just like how it turned out to be that Peter Pan was actually Rumpel's father who didn't want that kind of responsibility. Jen, I can't even begin to to complain about that, but we can talk about that offline. Um, (laughs) Oh, there it is. Next, they are bringing on the Wicked Witch, and I also heard that they are bringing on Glinda as well. Yeah. Is it Glinda? 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 Glinda, It works. But whatever. Uh, I noticed for someone like me who can't take too many dark shows as um, much as what I watch. We can pause at that um, point because, I mean, this is really the essence of it. She, She kind of talks about uh, and wraps up her email here. But let's talk about Once Upon a Time. Uh, em, are you watching Once Upon a Time? So I had broken up with Once Upon a Time, and it called me and said, can we have one more time, one more chance? And I am giving it another chance. It's getting a little interesting. But some of the story stretches that they did were just, it was just way, it was the the Rumpelstiltskin, Peter Pan, brothers, cousins, second roommates from college thing is just too much. <laughs> And they made it a little dark, and mm. and their favorite plot device is to, oh no, something's gonna happen to the story time town. You know, this big giant cloud is gonna do. So- it's always the big giant cloud that makes something happen, and uh, I'm kind of over that. I'm kind of, I want something a little bit more interesting. Um, I do know that that. Oh, so they've gone back in time. The last that I saw it, and it's a world without Storybrooke. And I haven't started watching since then, so I'm kind of I need to catch up. And I found that kind of interesting, especially it was um, what's his name who showed up at her door. 
um, Captain Hook. Mm. And he's really dreamy. But beside <laughs> the point, it's it's that's a neat plot twist. But I'm I'm over the whole the whole like uh we don't know what to do. Let's put the whole town in a curse again. No one will notice. <laughs> right. I do like the uh, I do like the the whole Robert Dolson character. Robert Carlyle does this great job with mm. that. He's a good. He's a delicious bad guy. He is. He is. Um, I was commenting earlier, um, I think maybe at Farpoint, how Snow White really reminds me of uh, the the latest uh, Dax character in DS9, the one in season seven. She has that same look. Okay, same look. A- Esri Dax. Yeah, it's not the mm-hmm. not the same not the same char- actor, but they have the same look. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> well, I think the rest we can kind of. Uh, Hold off. We're almost encroaching on an hour now. Is there anything else that we need to touch on that we haven't touched on yet? Any mm, shows? Has anyone gone to see Robocop yet? No. No, I do want to see it. I don't know if I'll see it in theater. It, so. it is absolutely done terrible. I mean, it cost them about $100, $100 million to make it, and they made $58 million. I want to see it. It's Robocop. I know. Robocop. I just don't know why it didn't do better. I don't know. Uh, critics kind of were real crazy about it, I guess. But I mean, you, you had Samuel L. Jackson in for crying out loud. I don't know. That, that should be enough. Well, that's, it's, it, that's not, you know... in. Add Samuel L. Jackson stir and insta success, but it has its place. And I, I there's a couple of second run theaters. I think I'm gonna go catch it at. Um, but the next 300 movies coming out. Oh yes, very when, exciting. When's that coming very out? Very interesting looking. I I think it opens this coming week. Mm. That's fine. Go to the internet. Yeah, quick to the internet. The uh, new CW show, uh, the 100s, coming out. Um next week sometime either march 16th or march oh, 19th yeah. so i saw a trailer for that a couple that that actually now i think i'm going to at least watch the pilot for which one the, uh the 100 where basically humanity has left earth and they're sending these 100 people back back, back to earth yeah mm-hmm. that'll be interesting mm-hmm. that will be interesting yeah do we know if they're bringing revolution back uh it got renewed for a third season Okay. Wait, wait, Revolution? No, what was the one? Uh, not Revolution. You're thinking of the good one. The, um, the there's the th- three different races or four different races right. that kind um, of defi- landed on the planet. Defiance. 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 Is that coming back? Yeah, that's a summer show, isn't it? Isn't that a summer so. show? Mid summer show. The game is getting touchy. I can't play it on the Mac. I played on my PC work laptop, but nobody at work knows you know it. What? So shh. Yeah. Um, we won't tell anyone if, getting, if they stopped updating it or not yeah yeah i don't know which would suck i haven't uh i haven't, I haven't followed that i assumed that it, it was going to come back for i think it, i thought it was renewed for a second season but, yeah so that means uh we're going to get a season here it's just it's on a, it was just an uber long hiatus um, well i thought I, th- I think it was only what were there, only 10 episodes in the season mm-hmm. you know i'm on imdb so here we go. now here's a teaser and there's June 2014. June 2014. Okay, so we're we, we're a couple months out from it. Yeah. So. On on, on IMDb site, there's episodes listed there. Okay, well then we should be good to go. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty it's sure. Uh... I, I've thought I was pretty convinced that it was renewed for a uh, a third, a, a second season. So. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and like shows like Revolution, I don't get how that got funding, and Almost Human didn't. Oh, and, I know. You know, 
Warehouse 13 is going. Um, I don't think Lost Girl is going past season four, no matter how much Canada loves it and produces it. Yeah. The money's still coming from sci-fi. So who knows if that's going to keep going? I, 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 I don't understand. We'll just filter some of that stupid WWE money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see yeah. a theme here yeah, with me and not liking that crap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a lot of hate crap, aren't I, for that? Probably. But, but you know what? Um, let me back up. You know, we're talking about defiance here just a little bit. Uh, mm. Can we give Damien a reason to watch past the third episode for defiance? Oh, okay. It gets better. That's 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 the thing. I mean, because does... I told you to, Damien. That's why. Yeah. Emma <laughs> said it. That should be enough. Say no more. <laughs> but... Defiance it's it's a neat story between nolan and the girl like jen has posted on the chat it's a neat story of it's a different way of looking at an alien invasion because it isn't an alien invasion where we have to fight them and start all over it's something where it's catastrophically affected the planet and humanity and these two other races have to share the space and we have to it's like the melting pot all over again it's like america when in the in the in the early in the late 1800s and early 1900s, you just have to make it happen. You have to make it work. And you still have the problems with each of the races, like we did with each of the different nationalities that came here. So it's a, it's a different perspective on that. And I like it. Yeah. I just, so I, I, I like the, uh, I like the steampunk race. <laughs> I do. That's it, kind of, and they're interesting yeah. and special and the languages they came up with them, for yeah. them are, are kind of cool. Do you know what, do you know what sold me on the show? It was when they opened with, the Nolan and his adopted daughter singing the Johnny Cash song. <gasps> yes. That was just great. I just loved it. I've gone back and I've watched just that clip. <laughs> I don't know if they're <laughs> actually singing it or they're just voicing it, but it was just beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of my favorite moments in that, but there's some good music in it too. Yeah. They've it, got a lot of local people. Um, there's a lot of Canadian music and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of new music and people who you haven't heard of, and I keep meaning to dig it up and and just some neat neat sound effects, neat yeah. sonic boogie going on there. Yeah. What, and what do we have? Falling skies is that coming back this summer too? That did get renewed. Yeah, so renewed sometime this summer. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I thought it was did. kind of on the fence after the last season whether it was going to be renewed, but I did get renewed. So mm-hmm. we'll I need to power is. consume that as well. Yeah. Jen brought up Alien Nation. That was a good show it was an 80s show i like the alienation um, I, I never watched that it. was it came out 89 90 yeah damien refresh your page that'll fix the video thing yeah. or my favorite thing from it have you turned it on and off again yeah did you or plug it in <laughs> did you plug it in yeah. <laughs> uh all uh, right well we do <laughs> we do got to get out of here we're just slightly over an hour on our listener Ugh. feedback show, um, they love us. But anything, anything last that we anything any last thing that we need to talk about? I think we definitely covered it. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what you are watching, what you're reading. We want to hear from you. We are doing our listener episode 100 in two weeks, and so call in, and we'll give you the details mm-hmm. here at the end of the show. Make sure to check out our loot page for prizes you can win and take home with you. And it doesn't matter whether you're over the pond or not. We'll send it to you as our oh, gift to you and uh, thanking you for listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Any final thoughts, Em? 
Uh, don't forget, Awesome Con is coming up uh, in April in the D.C. area. So if you're going, let us know. I'm trying to get us on some panels. Yeah. And maybe, because I told the boys they can come crash at my house. Yay. Um, <laughs> yay. Sleepover. Wait a minute. What? Never yeah, mind. Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Billy Piper. And I'm also trying to see if they will let us record live there like we did at uh, Farpoint. That would be awesome. Billy Piper? Yeah. Billy Piper. I yeah. know. Oh, wow. Yep. She's adorbs. She yep. is. Adorbs. Yep. So, uh, yeah. But let us know your thoughts. We will be here and we'll see you in a few weeks. All right. Till next time. Good night and good luck. We'll see ya. Do your dailies. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, Flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash diner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com.